Today on ABC Devo, ton of love. Hi, everybody. This is ABC Devo. It's the internet's only podcast where we, the hosts of ABC Devo, discuss Devo songs alphabetically from a fourth dimension to Wiggly World. I'm John Engel. I'm Joe Mazel. I'm Pete Three Taylor. And I'm Tom Taylor. And yes, today we will be talking about Ton O Love from 1980's Freedom of Choice. How are you doing today, guys? We're doing all right. Doing you know, right. I, I yeah. just now realized that last week it's my fault that we didn't. I think I did the. Did I do the intro? Like, did I bring us into the episode for uh, Time Out for Fun? And yes, I, and you failed to say. I didn't say hello. This is <laughs> <No>. ABC Devo. <laughs> I, did, I didn't want to say anything. But I just realized it now. For the episode, like a full I, week I, later. I, whoever's doing this has to do that, right? And then you didn't. And I was like, okay, maybe you didn't want to be, uh, maybe that was some low-hanging no. fruit. Uh, here's, a, here's a note I have for Ton of Love. Mm-hmm. Um, Dear and, Pete, I'm Ton of Love. Will and, you go out with me? Check one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Put him on the spot. Now he's not going to answer. <laughs> he gets I really hope that there's a baby box. <laughs> I was gonna say. Check one here. Holy cats! This is exciting. I can't wait to go on a date with you. Um, how did this? How did this episode devolve so quickly? That was quick. Mm. Um, so this, uh, I f- this came up with a different thing not too long ago. Um, a different song that we talked about, but. Uh, uh mm-hmm. Joe and and Tom and and myself we are some of the only people to ever have seen Ton of Love played live Ooh. Mm. because it seems like years performed were just 2009 Freedom of Choice shows and that's all wow period wow mm-hmm. that's so, weird um so there maybe you know a dozen 20 whatever how many however many of the shows they did on that tour that's how many times they played this song live and we happen to be there for two different ones of them. Wow. Diva was lying when they say, so it happens all the time. Mm. So it happens eh, maybe about you know, a dozen times. It's relative. Yeah. We happy few to have seen Ton of Love live. Ton of Live. That should have been, they should have totally gone by, like, yeah. instantly. They should have made this, like, they're the, you know, the, the, Really, you know, blow it out. You know, take it home. Song of the tour. They should have made this the the peaceful resistance on the on the yeah. on the tour, and then they could have released an album called Tunnel Live. See, just kind of ball remember, drop, Devo. Soundgarden did uh, Louder Than Love, and then they did Louder Than Live. That makes sense. Hey. That's great. Oh, man. So then, you know, the Devo could have just they could have followed up with that, but no, no. Um. Uh, oh well. I have a lyrical misunderstanding confession. Here. Oh, oh, me too, I, right? So, I wonder uh, if it's I the bought same this, one. It might be. Um, I bought this book, as, as I think we all did, The Freedom of Choice 33 and a Third. Mm-hmm. Um, By Miss Evie Nagy. Evie Nagy, um, this little chronicle about each song on Freedom of Choice. And when I went to read about Ton of Love, uh, back when I bought the book, um, you know, the little sub headline, you know, for the song, the little excerpt from the lyrics was, uh, crush that doubt with a ton of love. And I was like, Oh, it doesn't say crush that dove. 
which I thought it always <laughs> said. I had no idea why we were crushing a dev. I thought it's Same Devo. They're, they're weird. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> it's, it's crushed that dev. I still, yeah, I still don't hear that out. With a ton of that. Like, yeah, I exactly yep. thought that. Yeah. Um, and I'm slightly disappointed. Mm-hmm. It seemed more more lyrical, more poetic. Yeah, that's what I. That's how I excused it. I was like, well, I, I mean, in my brain, I'm like, well, it doesn't make sense. But then again, this is Devo in there. Yeah. It's also lyrical poetry. You can it surely mean something to them. And maybe and, uh, you know, the more that I learned, I was like, oh, maybe it's related to Dove, the band of love. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. So surely uh, there is a bathroom on the right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> It's true. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Mm. <laughs> um, you know the funny thing about the CCR song "Out My Back Door." Oh, I'm not sure. I was. Sorry, didn't. Did he? Uh, did well, they switch channels? A lot of, yeah, I could be going in a lot of directions here, but um, <laughs> but you I'm going to stop s- right there. That's the punch. That's the setup and the punchline right there. <laughs> it's the funny thing. But no, 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 I, I need to be me. Um, All right. You gotta be me. The lyrics, when you try to, when you're listening to the song, you think to yourself, these can't be the actual lyrics because that's insane. <laughs> but no, the actual lyrics are Dinosaur Victrola listening to Buck Owens. <laughs> but and really, there it... is a line that's elephants of memory. Oh, memory is an elephant, excuse me. Hmm. Now, isn't there a probably apocryphal story about his uh, some his daughter drawing a picture and giving it to him, and he wrote the song about the picture that she drew or something? See, I'm telling you, and I don't think that's a real. Is is that even a real story? I think I that these. Know. I think this is a story that gets attributed to different songs because that's definitely what I heard about. Uh, out my back door. <laughs> but uh, you don't want to know what I heard about out your back door. <laughs> that is how Iron Maiden wrote uh, Can I Play It With Madness though that was based on a kid's picture right yeah. Yeah. So, uh, based on a kid's picture yeah it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, an American it's tale <laughs> <laughs> no no that's how he came up with Power Sleeve oh of course <laughs> oh hmm. um anywho uh, ton of love. I also, yeah, there are no doves being crushed. Dead mm. dove, do not eat. Um, I will never know what it sounds like when doves cry. Mm. Oh, well. <laughs> no, really, freedom of choice is really heavy on the kind of like semi-new school evangelical slash self-help kind of lyric-y stuff. Mm-hmm. Like mm. it feels like, with the exception of "Girl You Want," Tom's least favorite song. Like every song yes. in this album and Mr. Beast Ballroom is about like uh, you, you know positive reinforcement that doesn't sound sincere. Hmm. Are those all like this? Is a Gerald song? Are mm-hmm. those? I wonder if I wonder how many of the ones that you're thinking of, Joe, from this record are from from Gerald. Well, that's Pep is technically a Mark song, but it's, you know, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, poem. Free, oh, it's found art. That's poem. right. Um, I guess Snowball doesn't qualify. Whip It we haven't gotten to, but it certainly would qualify. Never heard Whip of it. it. Whip It. So Tom and Whoops. I made, just did variations on the same joke. And we did. We're good. over each other. <laughs> we did it in the uh, opposite channels, though, so everyone yeah. gets to enjoy. Well, so according to Jerry... 
according to this 33 and a third book, according to Jerry, this is supposed to be like an Elvis song. Like, <laughs> hunka hunka <laughs> burning funny. love. Yeah. I can see that. It's I like literally, which is weirdly di- a little too direct, but I guess it doesn't, I guess it makes sense. I mean, the, the title isn't exactly um, indirect, you know? So, and the, and the lyrics, are, other than the uh, unfortunate lack of the Crushing Dove lyric, it's all pretty straightforward. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, they talk about that, and it seems to be Jerry that's always the one that brings it up in those interviews in the book. This attempt to have make old R and B songs out of Devo songs and right. kind of have that feel throughout the album. So I guess that's what this is. And lyrically, or not, sorry, vocally, now I kind of hear it. I can kind of hear there's a little bit of an Elvisy thing. It does kind of sound like yeah. a robot pretending he's Elvis. <laughs> Crush that. Yeah. You know, he does a little. With, like, I'm itching just, like a man in a fuzzy tree. <laughs> Alert. We are caught in a trap. We cannot go back. <laughs> um, Flying back is futile. Yeah, I, I can see that uh, a little bit now. Like, give it a like a, like a kind of a lush kind of swinging Elvis, not like, uh, mm-hmm. like so what happens all the time? Like, he's getting, he's not going like, actually, the, the tempo is probably the same. It's just not like, just scale it down. All right, I can see it. But I don't know, when I look at the lyrics like I am looking like, when a love takes a backseat to life. <laughs> you know, I hear really Is like brother tent love? revival. Yeah. <laughs> yes, basically. I hear like tent revival preacher a uh, tent re- revival mm-hmm. preachers. Um you know, uh, rhapsodizing about love. Well, they're the ones talking about crushing the dove, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Brother Love definitely crushes the dove. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the, um, the, I, I'm trying to like parse some of the, like, I can't tell if the song is progressive or not when, <laughs> as far as relationships. <laughs> Cause it's like when a woman takes a backseat to man, she has to tell him where to go if she can. So that's a little bit like, well, if she's not necessarily being, you know, She's taking a back seat uh, culturally, socially, maybe, but she's still kind of, you know, mm. or she's guiding. Ag and she's a backseat driver. Yeah, I don't know. It could go either way. Yeah, Ralph Cramer, the song. Find a girl with the face of a clock. Hands move forward till you can't stop. That sounds like it could be a little racy. I don't know. Mm. You mean like Dale Earnhardt? Mm, yeah. Well, he's more than a little racy. <laughs> uh,. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think of the. Uh, these lyrics don't speak to me per se, especially mm. now that there are no doves being crushed. Mm. That was all you had to hang on to. They're just it's white like pigeons. Dove. They're dirty. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm fluctuating on my. Uh, well, I don't know. I still do like it. You know, every everything everything from from uh, freedom of choice has a certain kind of. The production is is I like it, or at least the way it's uh, you know the way everything sounds has a certain good tightness, a good vibe to it that I like. It's definitely got a good beat, and you can dance to it. Yeah, there are, there are, there are few losers. Uh, there are no real overall losers on that on that album. I don't think. But I would agree to that, and it has like a 
you know, almost like a fascistic march kind of beat. Mm-hmm. But mm. like, you know, like I could see this being played over like armies in the 1930s. Like footage of Arby's in the 1930s. Wait, footage of Arby's from the 1930s? Yes, that's what wow. I said. Footage of Arby's in the 1930s. <laughs> I could see this playing with 90-year-old roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. So what? Let's. Uh, I feel like I've been stymied by some of these songs lately, but uh, let's try to translate yeah. this into something. I think for me, I like this song fine. Like I said, there are no clunkers on the album, but I, it doesn't it doesn't go above and beyond for me. So I might go like B B minus. Mm. B. I'll, I'll give it a. I don't know. I go back and forth. It's not a dub. I'll go B minus. Oh man. <laughs> No, I'm not, right there with you. B minus. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, I like it fine. I might skip it if it comes on. I'm not excited about it, but it's. I recognize that it's uh, it's got something going on. I don't hate it. I'm not mad at it. No, well, that's good. B minus. Yeah. I think I'm going to go solid B. I think I like it more than I would give it than a B minus. Um, don't quite like it to B plus, and it's definitely. It's definitely not in A range. I wonder how much it's not in A range because uh, freedom of choice is kind of an embarrassment of riches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think a B is a fair grade for it. Well, I'm going to stick with B. Oh, I'm going to go B plus. Hey, whoa, slow hey. down, John. Why? Pace yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know you're running wild. You're out of control. Why do you want me to? Why do you want me to slow down? What's going on? <laughs> I, I think I'm going the right speed. No, I would almost give this an A. Uh, I, re- I actually really like the song. But like Pete, the lack of dove crushing takes it down a notch. <laughs> so one B plus. It's time for another one of those dove crushing beats. <laughs> or back, back with another one of those dove crushing those... beats. What is that? Are those like block rocking beats? Is yeah, that what we're talking about? Okay, let's just make sure I knew what you meant by that. Um... Yeah, it's uh, uh, all right. So I, generally, we're we're not too far from each other in the boat. Nope. Uh, well, hey, this song we've got a good streak going. Of the last several songs have been on. Actually, are all the remaining songs on? Uh, did we already we already did? I oh, know we've got we've got. Uh, we're almost almost all the remaining songs are on Spotify still. So we've had a good run here of Spotifyers, mm-hmm. Spotifyers. But if you run this song through. Uh, some of the same usual suspects. You got "You Make Me Rock and Roll" by Tom Tom Club. Uh, some Out my back door by CCR. Samba Drome <laughs> by Big Audio Dynamite. They seem to be making a comeback here. Yeah, they really are. Uh, the Streak by Ray Stevens. Look at that. Look sure. at that. Ain't this the life by Oingo Boingo? That's a um, good song. I want it to be. Uh, this is the <laughs> not life quite as good Al. as "This Is the Life" by Weird Al. I was yeah, going to say, but. Yeah. But it's a really, it's a very similar song. All right. Well, no, no, uh, no standout like, oh, that's odd from that. So, uh, so that's Tunnel Love. Tarzan by Ray Stevens. Flying Purple People Eater by the guys who did Flying Purple People Eater. Uh, I'm just going to listen the name of the song. Didn't Sheb Woolley do Flying Purple? Did, Tom, didn't that come up at the, uh, at Denver? Wait, which did, who? 
Fine Purple People Eater. That was oh, that was the that was uh, uh, Rocky Jones's villain sidekick oh. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh my gosh, completely forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. Yeah. Wait a minute. That was Rocky's. Hey, guys, Joe doesn't know what you're talking about. Uh, no, not a there. clue. He wasn't there in Denver with yeah. us. No. Having all that fun. Apparently, I wasn't either. I'm totally spacing on this. Spacing. Was it Rocky's sidekick, or was it like the replacement Rocky sidekick after the Rocky sidekick went to prison? The no, Rocky's villain sidekick. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, he didn't make it, though. Well, the brakes got him. Yeah. You know, I'm not the only one who didn't go to Denver. There's a whole audience of people listening to us. No idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Denver is a town in Colorado. Actually, all three of them probably were at Denver. Um, We did a we we did a live uh, thing in Denver. There's the movies by minutes uh, gathering um, conference. No congregation. I don't know (laughs) that we we do. We've done the last two years, and all the all the you know. All, a bunch of the people who do shows where they talk about movies one minute at a time. Uh, they all, we all get together, and uh, this time, and yeah, Tom and and uh, his crew, and me and my crew, we we were on stage talking about Rocky Jones, Space Ranger, and one mm-hmm. of the one of the characters in that was played by Sheb Woolley, who uh, went on to write Flying Purple People Eater. Yeah, he did. He, he wrote and performed Flying Purple People Eater, and also. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the uh, apparently the the source of the Wilhelm scream? He's the he's the, the guy <laughs> screaming. That's right, man. So, one of the most most important people in modern entertainment. Yeah. Period. Anyway, his song not on the radio station here. Wow. Mm. Damn shame that. Uh. So anyway. Uh, we have another, still in the T's, of course. We've got another T uh, coming up. We've got, actually, we've got two T's left. One of them will be on Thursday. T for Thursday, everybody. Delicious. Um, and so come join us then. We'll be here. In the meantime, if you uh, if you think about it, you can go uh, follow us on Twitter. We're at uh, ABCDevo, ABCDevo.com. You go to the Facebook and go to ABC Devo Smart Patrol. You can talk about us. You can tell us about uh, you know other uh, other songs that should be on the playlist besides the streak and the purple people eater. <laughs> look at that! Uh, look at that! And we'll be uh, we'll be back in a brand new episode of ABC Devo. I just got home from Illinois. Locked the front door. Oh boy.